All right, all right, let's go. All right, all right, Tim, what do you got today? Well, Dad, Cindy, we were talking last week that we thought there were more fights so far. There's more fights. Uh, there's twice as many fights in the league as there was last year. Right. Last year, there was 11 going into the weekend, and this year, there was 24. Wow. 24. So, yeah, jump. over, over. Uh, Entertaining. And there was a few fights last night. Oh, yeah. Evander Kane did a good one with Brendan Dillon. Boy, yeah, were, that, was, that was a good one. That was a good one. So, Cindy, you brought up a good point. I did, yeah. I thought I had a good question for you with the fights. They, there seemed to be that the guys are really mad. And I said, to, I, said I asked you, were you ever really angry during no, the fight? No, I was never. No, I, I had to fight. The guys now, they are really angry. They, they, when they're throwing them, I don't know how they don't break their hands. Yeah, and, yeah, and, they and, were. Uh, yeah, there was a couple of big ones the other day. Boy, and and cuts in their hands. And, so you and were the enforcer, and you just had to fight well, to keep I was, your job. I or? Was, you said you liked it. I didn't. I didn't mind it. I didn't. I, I didn't mind fighting, but I didn't. I, I I wasn't the enforcer. You know, I wasn't going out looking for trouble. And like Reeves, I got. I I like the way he plays. I. He's looking for trouble all the time. Every time he goes out, I I used to play regular, and uh, yeah, that's the difference. You played regular. He gets yeah. he gets two shifts a period. I th I thought Keith would play him a bit more. Yeah, I thought he would play him more. I thought he'd play him, uh, you know, like like Probert used to play. But Pro Probert took a regular shift. Yeah, he got twenty some goals one year. Yeah, he got twenty some. So twenty six goals, I think he got. Don't you, don't you think it's demeaning to a player when they just sit there and you get thrown out like uh, that? I don't know. I guess he's getting enough dough. He does not have to worry about it. But I thought he'd play him a little I, more. I really thought in Florida they played this. Leafs played Florida. They got beat four one. I thought he'd set the tone and go after somebody. You know, a little bit of payback from... Well, but, nobody wants to go with him. He's so big. Anyhow, so who do you think has the most fights in the NHL right as of now? Part, who has What team has I the I don't know. The Las Vegas Golden Knights, undefeated. Oh, yeah. Vegas is uh, was the most penalized team for fighting last year, right? Yep. And... Uh, they're leading the league this year. They're and they're leading the league again this year in the fight. So, looks like they're going to win again. But it's funny, though, Dad. You and I were talking... It seems like the West is a lot rougher than the East. No, there's no doubt about that one. You watch the East play here, and it, it's not bad. But holy dynamo, West, they, they take no prisoners. When they hit, they hit. They mean to hit. When I used to coach, what is this? The coach tells me to hit, I have to hit, and you make, don't give me that, sh oh, I can't say, don't give me that stuff. When you hit a guy, you hit him, you mean it. <laughs> well, I was watching the Edmonton game last night. Edmonton-Winnipeg, which is a good game, was till 1 o'clock in the morning. But there was something I saw that I know that you hated was an Edmonton oiler hit a pretty good check on a Winnipeg Jet player, and the Jet player slashed him and yes. got a two-minute penalty. That, was, that used to be your <laughs> oh, cardinal yeah. sin. Oh, you really hurt him, didn't you? Oh, yeah, you really hurt him. You really hurt him, yes. 
You hit him on the chin pads. Oh, that really hurt him. I remember he used to give Kenny Hodge because he used to get a lot of slashing oh, penalties. Oh, that Kenny Hodge. Anyhow, I don't want to go into him. And, uh, well, he went to New York. Yeah. I, One of the greatest trades of all time. Yeah, John Ricky, Ferguson, that's what he says. He says, he goes, it was the worst trade ever general manager ever made, Kenny Hodge for Ricky Middleton. Yeah, well, that was Phil. He said, get me Kenny Hodge and I'll get 50 goals. <laughs> he, he, he did get 20-some goals. Yeah, actually, out of that whole trade, you know, it was the best player with everyone's Vadney. Oh, Vadney. I, we, we didn't want to give up Vadney, but we had to give him up. And uh, I'd give up anybody for Rattel and Park. And, and both of them had, one had a bad knee and one had a bad back. Well, here's the thing, Dad, that we were talking a little bit. Um, but Winnipeg beat uh, Edmonton yesterday and Hellebuck stole that game. I mean, well, Hellebuck, he, 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 that, that, when he Edmonton, feels like playing, boy, there's nobody better. Edmonton should have won that game last night, no, like about 6-2 six, six, or something. But uh, McDavid, he hurt his back or hit, hurt his hip. He didn't play the last five minutes of the game. Like, they played dry side on McDavid to death. Like, yeah, well, would, so they should. Right, but they're going to wear them out, right? Well, I don't know. What I would do, if, if I used to do with Park, and uh, I used to play them a lot during the game, and I knew I knew Rattel's back was bad. I used to give him the day off. Well, I was talking. I was asking you last night. It was Saturday. We were watching the game, and I I questioned why would they use their top scorers like Marner and Matthews and all that to kill penalties because they play. I they have kill, no idea. And, and you and you you couldn't answer that. And and I go, are they going to get tired by the end because they? Let me put it this way to you: the guys that we had. Were on the fourth line. They were on the ice before the referee put his hand down. Well, that's what I was asking you too. In your day, you Block didn't. Shots you and... didn't. You didn't call them first, second, and third, and fourth no. line. Because I, I, once again, that sort of labels you as in, oh well, you know, the first line, and I'm not on the first line and stuff like that. Well, the fourth line used to go up and play on the used to play in the wing on uh, on. The but it first... used to be like when you were with the Bruins. It used to be Peter McNabb's line. Because you just call it by the center, right? Centers, I'm right. Peter, Peter, Raddies. I used to say, let, and you know the word they use all the time is let's go. And I remember when you used to use, let's call it the fourth line, which is your penalty killers. I can remember it was so much fun when you used to put them on the power play if you were leading big. If we were leading by by 5-1 or something like that, they'd be on the power play. And and you know, it's pretty good that the players didn't, you know, they'd, they'd have bonuses for goals and that. You, you know, and the guys kind kind of given up. The other team had kind of given up, and they, they didn't get mad. So, did the players kind of get mad if Rattel and Park had a day off, and you were kind of grinding? It didn't them? matter. It was general manager. Is uh, Harry never ever watched the practices because you said that I, last practices were so bad. I guess you said that last night, Dad. I said, you know, if these guys are going to get tired, and you actually said that if you were the coach, you'd give them an optional practice and tell them not to show up for I practice. Would t- I, would, I would tell them not to show up for the practice. And I remember the first time I told Jean Rattel, and I'd, I'd give him a day off. He looked forward to it. Towards well, the end, yeah. They, they'd have to, right? They, they, they would enjoy and Park but, And I used to give Park day off, too, after he lost all our weight. But you're a coach that doesn't care or didn't care about what management thought. Where a guy like I, the Leaf coach, he's going to say, if they yeah. don't play good the next game and yeah. you gave him a day off, they're going to be, he's, you know, the upper management's going to go, well, there you go. You gave him the day off and look what Rhodes happened. I think Rhodes was right. I should have been general manager and coach. 
So, Cindy and Dad, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Spreads.ca, their Canadian-owned online casino and sportsbook. If you sign up now and use the promo GRAPES, they'll match your deposit up to 250 bucks. You get 10 spins on the big wheel for some big dough. Yeah, and pretty good. And your first sports bet, they'll spot you $25. And, um, you know, this is their big time. It's always fun putting a couple of bucks on the game. No, it, it, I don't know what it is. It it makes you makes you feel better as if you're in, into the game or something. I don't know. Yeah. But you make, so it, let's talk about one team, Dad, that's kind of struggling now is Calgary. I and, don't understand. Calgary, last year, they outshoot the teams. They outhit the teams. They do everything out, and, and, and they still lose. I, 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 I'm sorry to say that I have to put it on the uh, On the Markstrom. Yeah. And, you know... I don't like to mention the names, but there are some t- goalies that, that I had or I played with, and at the end of the game, you know, at the end of the game, you'd say, "Well, it's even in shots, or they get a little more shot." You can't fool me. I played with a guy. If we were ahead, he played t- terrific. If we got behind and we tied it up, you always knew that he was going to let in that one. And boy, that was a tough way to play. Yeah, because Calgary so far they they've outshot four out of five games they've shot. Yeah, and and out hit and out hit. Yeah, you're right, Dad. Because I mean, last year was Sutter. You're right. They had the second most shots for the the second least shots against. They out hit everybody. So it's the same story, you know. And and um, and again, four out of five games they outshot the teams. Yeah. I don't think people realize how important the shots are, even to the players, right? Because I remember there was a big kerfuffle in Boston about the shot clock. Let me tell you a story about how that happened. I was back at the, it was my first year back at the bench, and I I noticed, and the guys would look at, at, keep looking at the clock all the time. Right, just for people, this was at the Boston Gardens. They had an actual, just a shot clock that was up against the wall, right? So everybody could see. And and been there for, 30 years. Any, it was sort any. of in the corner behind the goalie. Yeah, so the goalie like didn't to the have right, to look to the, at it. To the right of the second period. Right. And, and, and I see the guys. And I, then I heard Phil say, no, sure, I had a shot. And he didn't put it up. I'll be a son of a bitch. Well, they're, they're looking more at the clock than they are. They went in the hockey game. Man, Jilly wasn't. He was always looking at the clock. He was too. always looking at the clock because if he if he if he didn't get the shots, it would go against his record. And he was always worried about records and stuff like that. So, in other words, the forwards wanted a lot of shots, and the goalie. Well, they wanted or, shots on net. That's right. And if they didn't get a shot on net, they were they were ticked off. They were more worried about the shot clock than they were winning. And I I remember I told Harry. I said, Harry. I said, I want that clock cut. And he says, that clock has been there for, for about 40 years. I said, Harry, I'm not kidding. I said, if that clock's there at the end of the first period, I'm going up and I'm ripping it right off the wall. And I, he must have believed me because it wasn't there the next game. So, Sydney, Dad, just to let you know, we've hit 5.5 million downloads. Holy dinah. So I'll give you the top 10 countries that we're uh, yeah, give me the right t- now because it kind of – Jumbles around. So these are the top ten countries the last two weeks. It's Canada. Canada first. U.S. second. Australia is always third. Isn't that funny? Yeah, Australia. It's, it's third. Fourth is U.K. Yeah. Fifth is Russia. Mm. Sixth yeah. is Costa Rica. There's a lot of Canadians. Costa Rica. Down. Well, yeah. there's a lot of Canadians down there. Yeah. They have their. Then Aruba again. 
probably a lot of Canadians. Transplanted down, rich Canadians. Or snowbirds, right? Then Japan. Then Sweden and Mexico. Huh. Mexico. Yeah. So uh-huh. that's it. So anybody's listening, tell us where you're listening from. Go on Dad's Twitter account, uh, Don Cherry, and uh, tell us where you're listening from because it'd be interesting to hear yeah. where you're listening from and if you're a transplanted Canadian or if you're just somebody from that country that likes listening to hockey podcasts. Yeah. So a couple quick questions, Dad. Vancouver's playing well. Are they for real? Well, we'll talk it behind the bench. When he was behind the bench before, he was sort of quiet and nice. And he is really vocal back at that bench. Right. I think that last year he was just kind of getting the lay of the land. Well, then whatever, whatever he's doing, he's doing right. Yeah. Well, Demko's playing well. And that's, that's the Well, you get, get goaltender playing right. Yeah. And other people are asking, should Oiler fans be worried? Oiler fans? I would start worrying. <laughs> yes. Yes, Tim. I would I say they should start worrying. I think the coach should start worrying, too. <laughs> yeah. So the other thing, too, is uh, Boston Bruins, everybody wrote them off. They're yeah. undefeated. And they're still undefeated. Detroit, 4-1. Stevie Eisenman's kind of turning that around. Yeah, well, we hope Stevie... Uh, you know what I think of Stevie Eisenman? And so that avalanche, though, they look like they're, they're pretty much Holy the cream of the crop. Holy they, 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 they look a force. Yeah, I, and so does Vegas. Yeah, I still like the Stars, boy. I still like that Colorado club, I'll tell you, boy. When they turn it on, they can really turn it on. And, and that McKinnon, boy, when he turns it on, he, he's almost impossible to stop. Yeah, I like to bet McDavid and McKinnon at the red line, at the goal line, and to the other goal line, if yeah. you say, one, two, three, go, who'd win? That'd be a tough one to... T- I think I'd put my money on McKinnon. Dad, we have a question from Twitter. He's a... Uh, Amherst won, so you know he's from Rochester, and yeah. it says, Don, on the last podcast, you talked about the goalies you coached, and what about some of the goalies you played with, such as uh, Bobby Perot, Bobby which P- I remember too. Do you remember? Do you I remember Bobby Perot. He was a small little guy. He was Short. only five foot seven. Yeah, yeah, and I remember him. He, he was always kissing his ring all the time during yeah, after the national after save. Yeah, and and after and the national anthem too. And. Um, Bobby, he was from Three Rivers, Quebec. And you, you know about Three Rivers, Quebec. Oh, yes. Someday yeah. we'll go into that. Yeah. I remember Bobby Perot he used to throw the puck in the corners, and, and in the far corner. He'd make the save, or if, if he made the save, he'd steer it to the far <laughs> corner, and I'd get my brains pounded out. <laughs> he used to say, Bobby, put it behind the net so I give me a chance. But he used to be, he had a habit. He was 31 years old. He played for uh, Boston Bruins. He walked in and walked right in, right into the Montreal Canadiens, and they had a powerful club, and beat them five nothing. They thought this is, you know, this. Yeah, is. you were saying that they were so powerful back then that the original rule was when you had a penalty, you had to stay off the ice for the full two minutes, and they would score so many goals on the power play that they had to put a rule in, and once you scored, the, the guy had to go Th- back. That's on. how that's how powerful they were. Really? Yeah, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Who knew? Well, we he just, was a small goalie, though. Eh? Like, he wasn't very big. He, he was a small goaltender, and he didn't wait. And he, some reason, I remember Frank Mahalovic just letting it, it a, a shot goal, and it just missed his head. And I remember him running after uh, Frank Mahalovic, screaming and hollering, you big so I can't say what he said. Yeah. But anyhow. But you played with him in Rochester, right? I played with him in Rochester. We won four uh, AHL championships. They call him Caller. I don't know why. I don't know why they call him Caller. Oh, Frank Caller, I guess. Oh, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, anyhow, he was 31 years old. And like I said, he went in and uh, played for Boston. He was a happy-go-lucky goalie. I remember one time we were in Providence, and uh, he disappeared, like they just skated right off the ice and disappeared. And we thought he was hurt or something. You know, he got hurt. And he come back, and I said, Bobby, I went back at the time, and I said, Bobby, what, what the heck's going on? He said, oh, don't worry, caca. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did, yeah. he, did he wear a mask? No, he no. never. That was in the era of, of imagine. No, that. he never wore a mask. A guy like him, though. So back that he was original six, right? They usually had one goalie on the team. So guess who he had to go up against? Yeah. Now let, let me just read you the story. I you told me this before. I, you had Gump Worsley in Montreal. Yeah, you're not going to beat up Gump Worsley. You had Bauer and saw Chuck in Toronto. You had Roger Crozier in Detroit. Boston, you had Perrant and Cheevers. Jeez, goalies were pretty good back in those days. Yeah. And the Hawks, they had Glenn Hall. Well, Glenn Hall played 500 and... Well, how many did? Well, I don't know, some 500 consecutive games or something 500, like that. 500 straight games. That'll never be broken. Rod, and, and in the New York Rangers, had um, uh, Cesar Maniego and Giacomon. So half those, all those guys, except I think for Crozier in the Hall of Fame. So yeah. a guy like a guy like Bobby Perot, how is he going to make? Where, the, where's he going to go? He, now they have three three goalies, <laughs> and he he was in a boxer too. What was that story he told? He was, he was he, boxer. What was his nickname? I forget. What was Flamingo it? Kid. The Flamingo Kid. So he was boxing, and he weighed like he was like 145 pounds, and he was in the. He was in the dressing room, and he says, I was looking across this great big guy who was like about 180, <laughs> and he said, uh, who are you fighting? And he goes, I'm fighting you. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, I got my brains pounded out in the first ring, and I come back to the, I come back to my corner and said, why don't you throw in the towel? And the guy goes, well, I would have, but I left it in the dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> Boxing, they call him the Flamingo Kid, like I said, and he had a monkey. He used to have a monkey uh, with. <laughs> I didn't know he was such a strange guy. Phil Watson, who was his coach, and uh, called him fat and lazy. Phil Watson, he called Gump fat too. He called. And he must have something. He was he was a thin guy. He had some b- b- fat guys, and he, he ended up with Bobby Perot and Gump Worsley. He was the youngest goalie. Uh, Hall was thirty-one at the same time. Saw Chuck was thirty-two, and Jacques Plant was thirty-three. And, and 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 Johnny Bauer, geez, how old? Remember, they used to talk about him being. He was in his forties when he played. Yeah, he was, and he was a dynamite goaltender. And the interesting thing was, Sports Illustrated did a whole article on him, and they call him the happy-go-lucky goalie. And and believe me, he was always happy. He used to hang around with less stuff, less stuff, and used to call him two, two. And I used to wait. Why do you call him two? He says, Duffy, he used to come up and say, have you got $2 you could uh, lend me? <laughs> and he used to call Duffy two. 